For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their next few matchups over the week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Betting Barrier Podcast. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we are doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups for the next week. But before we do that, we got to do what we always do which is recap of what happened last week. And we did not have a great week, neither did the Warriors. So starting off, we had them beating and covering in San Antonio. We thought that they would find a way, even though Curry might be out. They did not. In fact, they lost the game outright on a game-losing uh, offensive rebound allowed and a Keldon Johnson layup there at basically the buzzer. Then lost the game after on the road against Orlando. Only scored 90 points. Embarrassing. Then ended up having them lose against the Heat, and they won. So, a pretty weird week for the Warriors. Draymond called out the team for playing soft against Orlando. Came back out the next night and beat Miami. That wasn't even the story of the game. The story of the game was Miami having a brief little shouting match there in the middle of a timeout in the third quarter between Butler, Udonis Haslam, and Spolstra. But... Once again, that's for definitely a different podcast that doesn't involve the Warriors or the Bay Area. So, not going to go that much into the actual shouting match there, but a nice response by the Warriors. Jordan Poole, 30 points. He played really well. Looney had 19, sorry, had 16 uh, rebounds, so he was very solid. And Jordan Poole had 9 assists. So, a pretty solid job just from the actual bench unit, uh, or I should say the role players stepping up without Curry in the lineup, and also Kaminga played well. So it's, I believe, the third time this season, at least that I can recall offhand, where Curry and some of the other guys did not play. I know Draymond and Clay did not play either yesterday. And yet the sporting cast actually looked pretty good. It happened, of course, against San Antonio, where they had the nice comeback win there in the fourth. They hung around against Denver a couple weeks ago when they were missing basically everybody. And then yesterday, of course, they beat Miami on the road. Very nice win there. But for this week, unlike last week, we have four games to go through instead of three. So we're going to go through them and hopefully Golden State and ourselves uh, end up having a pretty nice week. So starting off with the Friday game, they're traveling to Atlanta to take on the Hawks. And the Hawks have been, well, a mess. There's really not much more to add. 
uh, playing really some awful basketball. Of course, Trey had the 45-point game against New York earlier this week because he owns that team, and the Hawks actually won a game there, but then immediately got blown out by Detroit the game after. So Atlanta looking like it will be the final uh, spot of the play-in. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, of course, but right now they're in line to play Charlotte, followed by either Toronto or Brooklyn. If they want to make the playoffs, it's pretty unlikely. Either way, Atlanta's still playing out the string. It seems like, I don't want to say they have nothing to play for, because they could still get the home game in the 9-10, but they're pretty comfortably ahead of the Knicks, and it seems like they're going to be in the play no matter what. So starting off with the actual breakdown here, I'm going with Atlanta at home. Uh, for this spot, it's a game Atlanta needs to have. And you're looking at a spot where even though Atlanta is one game under 500 for the season, they are nine games over at home. So I do trust this team at State Farm Arena. Trey, I do think will have a pretty good game. Uh, I know they're a little bit banged up, but I'm still looking at the supporting cast for Atlanta. It's still not bad. Bogdanovich, I still really like. Capella, I think will give Looney some problems on the inside. And the Warriors, even though they did piece it together with the full bench unit, you know, for, against Miami, it really hasn't gelled much with Clay, with Draymond, and company for the last week and change, really since Curry got injured. And it does seem like there's a little bit of an ego clash going on between Clay and Jordan Poole. If you rewatch the final minute or so of that Orlando game, Poole ended up going for a layup when they were down, I believe it was four, with about five seconds left or so. And Clay seemed visibly annoyed by it, which. I mean, I thought it was a smart basketball play. You take the layup, you score as quickly as possible. You hope they miss some free throws at the other end. But Clay just wasn't having it. So I do wonder if there's a little bit of an ego clash because Poole has kind of been the second best player on the team. And Clay kind of thought he was going to be that. But I'm going to take Atlanta in a pretty high-scoring game. I just think that this is a game Atlanta finds a way to win. And I think Golden State will hang around. But with Draymond, everybody, the offense has been a bit ugly. And... I think that even though Atlanta's a bad defensive team, they will score enough in order to get the job done. So I'm going to take Atlanta in that one. Then Golden State on Sunday plays against Washington. And for this one, I do like the Warriors. Washington's a mess. There's really not much more to add. Kuzma will probably be done for the rest of the year. I don't know why they bring him back. They have no realistic shot at making the playoffs at this point. Uh, yeah, it's not pretty. And I definitely expect the Wizards to, I don't want to say punt the rest of the season, but they're kind of heading in that direction because they've been playing some awful basketball. Uh, Porzingis is in and out of the lineup, so you never really know what his status is going to be. But defensively, they're not very good. Offensively, they're not very good. And I expect Golden State to get the job done, particularly on the defensive end in this game. Washington only scored 97 points on the road against Houston the last time out. Of course, they're going to have another game before this one. They play Milwaukee. But the point is, if you're scoring 97 points against Houston and Houston is one of the worst defenses in the league, I really have questions about your actual lineup that you're using. And based on the overall roster breakdown, it's not good. I think Gold State finds a way to get back on track and beat Washington pretty soundly in this road game on Sunday. Now I'm going to transition over to the Warriors' next game, which will be a road game on Monday against Memphis. And this is a very important game for seeding. If Golden State wants any shot of actually getting the two seed, I said it in the last podcast, though, they're not getting the two seed. I mean, Memphis is just going to get it. 
They're too good with or without Morant. They beat the Nets yesterday in a big home game. I believe they're 15-2 and two now straight up without Morant in the lineup. And you can compare the Warriors without Curry to the Grizzlies without Morant. And the Grizzlies without Morant are definitely better. So I do think with both teams missing their star point guards, you will see Memphis open up a decent lead here and eventually get the two seed. But this is going to be, as I said before, the second night of a back-to-back, which makes me believe Golden State might just bench everybody again because I don't know what exactly the point is. We know Curry's going to be out basically until the playoffs, so he's not going to play. We know that the Warriors at this point might be a game or two behind Memphis, and they might still be pushing for the two seed. But realistically, Memphis is the much better team right now. And I see Memphis winning this game pretty handily. Golden State could always pull the plug, but I do think Memphis shows up. I think they definitely dominate. And Jaron Jackson Jr. defensively is just a matchup nightmare. And I think he will make life extremely miserable for some of the guards on some pick-and-roll switches. Not to mention the fact that Bain's been really good. Dylan Brooks has been solid since coming back from injury. Memphis just has a bunch of pieces, and they play with a certain intensity that Golden State, I think, will struggle with. So I will take Memphis at home to beat the Warriors pretty handily. And then the last game will be a home game on Wednesday against Phoenix. Now, at this point, Phoenix really might have nothing to play for because they are on the verge of fully wrapping up the one seed and home court advantage throughout the playoffs. They're 59-14. and 14. They have been just so damn good this season. Really not much more to add. Monty Williams going to win Coach of the Year. And Phoenix, up to this point, has won six in a row. Had a nice come-from-behind win against Minnesota on the road yesterday. I'm going to take Phoenix because I don't know how I'm not supposed to. This is one of those situations where Golden State could potentially rise to the occasion while Phoenix might take it easy. But... Phoenix is just so damn good, and they're so deep. They're so talented. I think they're the best team in the league. But Golden State, so far this season, has actually been pretty good against Phoenix. They lost the first meeting, then won the next two uh, by at least nine points. But without Curry, I expect Phoenix to put the clamps down. And offensively, with Booker, with Aiton, I do think that Phoenix has a lot of pieces that could give Golden State some problems. Not to mention the fact that Phoenix's bench is just light years ahead of Golden State's bench. And I do expect the Suns to win this game. It'll be close. Of course, Phoenix could bench some guys. But I do expect them to try to lay it to a division rival. And it also really depends on what Phoenix wants. Because you can make an argument, assuming that Golden State is still in the running for the two seed. Phoenix could be treating this game for playoff seeding. Not for themselves, but for their actual opponents in the second round. It really comes down to if Phoenix wants to play Memphis or wants to play Golden State in the second round. And you can make an argument that Golden State, definitely the inferior team between them and Memphis, but they're the more experienced team. And Memphis, even though this team is definitely a dark horse to make it to the finals, which is kind of crazy as a, as a two-seat to be a dark horse, but based on odds is what they are, Memphis has still not won a playoff series with Ja. So... You could argue that even though the talent is there for Memphis, the experience is obviously there for Golden State, and Phoenix might want to play one or the other. So maybe they will, I'd say, strategically rest some guys in this game. But I'm going to take Phoenix. Uh, without Curry, I just think Phoenix is too talented. Defensively, I think they'll definitely show up. And offensively, they still have a bunch of guys who can cause some damage. Booker, Aiton, not to mention the fact that Payne's been really good filling in at the point guard position. 
They have centers that they can rotate besides Aiden with McGee and with Biombo. They're really just a fantastic basketball team. And Phoenix is really just a joy to watch. I know it's going to hate people, you know, people who watch this podcast or listen to this podcast to hear, but Phoenix is just such a good team, man. And I know you're not supposed to praise your division rivals, but I have to. They're going to have home court throughout the entire playoffs. They are actually that good. I will take the Suns. So once again, just to recap quickly my thoughts on the four games here for the Warriors in the upcoming week. Starting off with the Friday game against Atlanta. I'm picking them to lose on the road. Then against Washington at home. I mean, sorry, Washington on the road on Sunday. I'm picking them to win. So I'm picking them to split the first two games. Then lose to Memphis on the road on Monday on a back-to-back. And then lose to Phoenix at home on Wednesday. So I have a pretty underwhelming week for Golden State. But to be honest, what do you expect? You actually look at the schedule. It's not ideal. Atlanta's not a great team, but you're playing them in Atlanta. Not an ideal situation. Washington is definitely an easier opponent. They should win that. But Memphis and Phoenix, with Memphis being the second out of a back-to-back, that's rough. And I think that Golden State's going to struggle as a result. But that's been this installment of the Bed and Barrier podcast here for Thursday, March 24th. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.